Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome uh, to The Bean for Tuesday. First of yesterday's news, I am Glenn ZB. We're looking back at Monday, um, today, or yesterday, depending on where you are in the country. Kids back at school. In fact, I think there were kids back at school last week, going by some of the schools I've been going past. Anyway, it's weird times to be back at school. Uh, light rail might be coming to an Auckland near you. They seem determined about this. How determined is Roman Travers to see it? Uh, cashless banks. Yep, this is a thing now. They got rid of the checks. Now they're getting rid of the cash. What are they actually going to do after that? And uh, a little comment on old tattoos at the end of the podcast. At the beginning of the podcast, though, uh, with uh, the Omnicron uh, about to run rampant, as the modelers keep telling us, uh, MIQ's done, isn't it? I had a friend on that flight. I was the one who had to tell her that she too was a close contact. Nobody from the ministry had been in touch with her. There's a passenger manifest. If they know the Prime Minister was a close contact because she was on that flight, presumably other people were too. She's hardly the Scarlet Pimpernel. She'd have been quite easy to contact, but nope, not a dicky bird. We are all going to have to accept that this is here to stay. So why on earth is there the need for MIQ? We're a small country. We're a mobile country when we're not locked down. Deem us all close contacts. Except that it's inevitable that someone we know sometime soon will get Omicron. Understand that it is not a death sentence. Most people will barely know they have it. Get on with life and let New Zealanders come home. Pregnant, not pregnant, young, old. Let this unjustifiable farce finally end. Is there such a thing as a justifiable farce? I'm certainly interested in taking part. My fast can be justified. Um, so, yeah, back to school in the time of the Omnicron. Uh, is this a bit daunting for parents? Or are they not so worried? How's, how's that first, I, first week at school going to go for you? I have to say, last year, when the opportunity came for the kids to go back to school, I was, I was very worried, quite apprehensive, just almost an irrational worry as well. I think I cried like three times the first day she went back to school. Mm. Um, but she's in intermediate now. She starts next week. And I feel not as worried. But I think... Because I've come to grips with the fact that we're all just going to get COVID anyway. Um, it's just a matter of time. It's kind of how I see it. Whereas before, it was it was really worrying about how mm. it was all going to work out. Mm. Um, just with regards to primary school as well, in, in our experience, the mask wearing at school, to be honest, didn't really work. I understand the, the reasons behind it in the theory, but the kids were allowed to take their masks off and play with their friends at lunchtime. Mm. So they had staggered breaks and everything, but they were basically 200 kids were allowed to hug, jump all over each other <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. during the lunch breaks. I know. And I was I like, what is the point of wearing the mask if, if lunchtime they're just willy-nilly running everywhere kind of thing? So I think that's why I was really irrationally worried in the beginning. Yeah, well, it's it's a very, it's a very difficult, it's a very abstract concept, really. This whole COVID thing. And if I if I start at the beginning of your phone call, you said um, you've come to grips 
with the fact that everyone's going to have to get it. Yeah. yeah. And I think uh, nobody uh, at the beginning of the, the um, COVID pandemic, nobody in charge said you're going to have to get co- totally vaccinated against this thing or you're going to have to get it and get through it before the whole thing finishes. Uh, what's happening with that, um, you know, put us to sleep and wake us up in years to come once they've developed a cure for whatever it is that's bothering you? Where's that technology? You know, the demolition man technology. Can get some of that action going? I'm, I'm, I'll volunteer. Put me... I mean, apart from anything else, I could do with a long sleep. Um, and when I wake up, maybe the city will be covered with a functioning light rail network. We can only progress if we vastly increase our population, and so we are. Oddly enough, we still seem very appealing to so many, even though they're often stepping back in time when, they, when it comes to the antiquated infrastructure we have, compared to where they have emigrated from. I'm really excited, I am, to see the planned light rail projects in Auckland getting underway. I'm equally as excited to hear that a second harbour crossing is also getting closer. It's been very interesting to hear the commentary regarding all of this over the past few days. It would seem that the same people who slam governments for not keeping up with the times and building world-class infrastructure are the same commentators slamming them for not getting the job done successive governments are going to spend our money anyway. I'm just stoked to see them spending it on something practical that in time people will learn to use and love as they have in more developed and future-focused countries. As It's just, you know, it's what's going to happen. Look, I've got nothing against light rail except we can't seem to make any kind of rail work in this country. And the other thing that we can't seem to do is get anything finished. Um... I drive past a very big uh, motorway project on my way to work every day. It's been going on for many years. And uh, some days they're working on it, some days they aren't. Um, it, you know, I come to work in the middle of the night. Sometimes they're working on it then, sometimes they aren't. Uh, over holidays when you know there's, there's traffic on the road, sometimes they're working on it, sometimes they aren't, usually aren't. So, yeah, it's not finished. So I'm just, as opposed to like, oh, I don't know, Bangkok, where they basically did build a, a rail system over the top of the entire city in quite a short time because they suddenly realised they had 10 million people they needed to get around the place. I, I just think by the time they've got anything like what they're talking about done, it'll be too late. And we'll just be meta transporting ourselves from place to place anyway. Uh, meantime... Uh, some things are progressing. There's a BNZ branch in Palmerston North uh, that doesn't want to deal in cash anymore. This is a problem for the cafe next door because some of the people there... Well, I'll let the guy explain. Why are you not happy with this situation? Well, the only, that only leaves the branch that we that can we deal with to pick up um, cash floats and whatnot within the plaza, which is basically a shopping mall. Um, and within the CBD, getting a car park is almost a nightmare. Um, which means you'd have to end up probably going quite a distance or trying to get into the the, the mall's parking lot. Yeah. Which means you'd have to walk through the the, the mall or through the city centre carrying a, a, a reasonable amount of cash. How much cash do you guys get at the cafe every day? Um, we're doing about, still doing about 25%. 
Really? Of our takings is still cash, yes. What kind of a person is still using cash in a cafe? Um, all age groups still. I mean, the young yeah. ones are really, really going with PayWave, and that's probably what the banks may be wanting to do, pushing people into PayWave, because the fees are astronomical. You know what? Put the price up. I am prepared to pay more for PayWave. I am so sick of hearing people and, and seeing, oh, it's an extra surcharge. Put the price up for everyone. Get everybody on PayWave. So the filthy, disgusting cash. Never use it. We don't need it. Get with the program, everyone. That's all I have to say about that. Let's finish up here with tattoos. What happens when you get old and they get saggy? I was reading an article about Bridget Fonda, Jane Fonda's daughter, who's married to the guy that wrote the music for The Simpsons. You with me so far? This is not a showbiz story, but it's got a reason. And he's in his late 60s, 67. I didn't read the full article. Denny Elfman's his name, 68. And he's a fairly straighty 180 sort of a guy, but it appears as though at 68, he's gone and got his whole torso heavily tattooed. Now, I have no opinion about tattoos. I know people love them. They're not for me. They're not my jam. But each to their own. I do think people with some tattoos can be a bit self-absorbed. Look at me, look at this, yada, 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 but each to their own. But what do you think about people in their mid-60s going and getting tattooed? I suppose it's no one's business really, is it? Um, but I guess as it kind of becomes more and more um, and more and more common, I would imagine there'd be more people in the world with tattoos than not. So before long, we're going to be inundated with people on electric bikes with tattoos. Actually, I don't even know what I'm asking about that. I'm just curious of your opinion. Has anyone got a um, real problem with older people getting tattoos? I misunderstood. I thought he was going to be talking about what happens to tattoos when you get old, uh, when, you know, when you got them when you got young. And I often think that. I saw somebody the other day that their, their carbs had some weird tattoos and I thought how's that going to work out later on in life but um I do think sometimes that the people who do get tattooed when they're young don't worry so much about later on in life don't spend a lot of time thinking about it but yeah no he was talking about an older person getting tattooed that must be difficult I mean I'm I guess I'm I'm well on the way to being an older person and I've got enough saggy baggy skin as it is it'd be like trying to um, do a sketch on wet paper not easy anyway um, I'm just watching I'm a bit distracted sorry I'm watching to see whether the Boris is uh, going to resign or not oh, it turns out he's not I'm surprised uh, maybe tomorrow
Uh, I will definitely be here tomorrow. I'm not. Don't think I'm going to resign between now and then. I'll see you with another news course. You've been there.